Hello, listener. Well, I'm in the right place at the right time. After having just returned from an 18-day retreat in search of more wellness in my life, today's topic is about the subject of what Ayurveda calls ojas, or the state of being vibrant. And let me just tell you that my journey ended up providing me with more clarity, strength, and balance than I ever thought possible. Stay tuned for all the details. Welcome to your journey on Wellness Way. My name is Kim Lewix. I'm a registered yoga instructor through Yoga Alliance and a certified Ayurvedic wellness counselor. On this podcast, we will discuss ways for enhancing our health through nutrition, fitness, aromatherapy, bodywork, daily routines, and the general connection of mind, body, and spirit. My goal is to share my past and current explorations in the systems of yoga and Ayurveda, which is the ancient traditional science of life, to create more joy, more vibrancy, sustainability, and longevity for ourselves and for our community. Please join me on Wellness Way. Ayurveda defines ojas as clarity, dynamism, luminosity, and as your glow. Ojas is the body's vital energy. Ayurveda says that we're born with a certain amount of ojas, but that we must maintain it to stay healthy. And allowing it to dissolve would mean allowing our life to dissolve. Ojas is known to develop in the heart. And according to Ayurveda, the heart is the physical and figurative location of this essence. And one of the prime reasons is because the heart is the link between our body and our mind. It's our lifeblood. The quality of ojas is cool, heavy, soft, and supple, yet very stable. It's our protection against disease. And because of that, ojas is best described as our immunity. How do we get ojas? Ojas is with us from inception. And this part of our ojas is known as the para ojas. And the quantity is approximately eight drops that are located in the heart. The other type of ojas is called the apara ojas. And this is the part that flows throughout the body. This part of our ojas is attained through our food, our thoughts, and our lifestyle. And it can be variable and dependent on our state of health. The ojas that comes from food is developed after all of the tissues utilize the nutrients we take in. And traditionally, ojas takes approximately 25 to 30 days to accumulate because 
Ayurveda says that this is the period of time it takes for all of the tissues to receive their nutrients. And what remains is that ojas, which is passed on for us to store. Ojas then can also be considered as the ultimate essence of all of the tissues. But I also mentioned that our thoughts and lifestyle can improve ojas. And creating space to nurture your mental health adds greatly to the ojas bank. This savings account is there to give us the reserves to handle stress and react pleasantly to our environment. We receive our ojas when the conditions are just right, when there's a culmination of healthy tissues and outputs. A balanced digestive system, along with a balanced mind and a balanced constitution, which is our innate composition. When we choose the right inputs, and remember that inputs are food and water along with sleep and what we bring in with our senses. And these inputs are taken in the appropriate time, in the appropriate quantity and manner. Then only then can we create the ultimate energy reserve for ourselves. On the other hand, when we fall into habits that are draining, there can be a denaturing, a dislocation, or even a reduction in the ojas. And this corresponds to a decrease in immunity, which can be temporary, but if the condition is not remedied and ojas is not fortified, this denaturing and dislocation of our ojas will result in a drop of our resilience that could lead to a more permanent disease state. When we're well-nourished, we keep a good nature and we feel both physically strong and we're able to resist disease. Then we literally shine because we're brighter with this essence of this oja coursing through our system. Ayurveda says that our ojas can be comparable to the glow of a diamond because we are radiant, both in and out. At the entrance, at the intro, I should say, to this show, I mentioned that I have been just returned from an 18-day retreat. Initially, my husband and I took this vacation time as sort of a trial period to see if we liked the idea of living in RV for an extended period of time. And we wanted to determine if this was something we wanted to keep investing in. I would never have labeled it as a retreat initially because I thought that the conversion of living in an RV could be somewhat stressful. We were going to be on the road for 18 days and we'd have to give up some luxuries and maybe even have to deal with the possibility of some difficulties with the, the vehicle itself or we might have trouble reaching our various destinations. But after just about a week or so, I could really lean into the experience as a journey of the present moment. We had a plan and a routine, so there wasn't any need to think of what we would be doing next. We would arrive at each destination. We would set up our camp, check out the surroundings, prepare a meal, 
and we pretty much followed the light of day by sleeping early and rising early. If the day was cold, we didn't just stay inside. We dressed appropriately and we hiked or we enjoyed the sunrise and the sunset. Although we were never isolated, the state parks we visited were, for the most part, quiet and secluded, so there was a lot of peacefulness in our days. Some of my favorite stops were the ones that didn't have any Wi-Fi or other distractions. And the roads we traveled were fairly unoccupied because we rarely stayed on the main highways or went through major cities. We lived simply and, predict- and predictably, but we still enjoyed exploring and the adventure of discovery. We were flowing with the life. And I was learning to let go of expectations and effort. It was a great journey. When I returned, I could feel that my body felt stronger, yet lighter. And I was happier than I've felt in, well, a very long time. I can now say that my ojas was honed, sharpened. After 18 days, my vitality was nearing its peak. Certainly, it was partly the food that we enjoyed, having planned a menu that was nutritious without relying on restaurants all along the way. But it was also the fresh air of our surroundings and the limited connection with our phones, the internet, and other modes of media. And that meant that we were also reducing our exposure to EMFs. We received a great deal of rest, both mentally and physically. And we developed a really good set routine of eating, exercise, and sleep. It was a combination of all of these factors that contributed to my feeling of strength and lightness, clarity and vividness. One of the great teachers of Ayurveda, David Frowley, says that Ojas gives us the support to sustain our practices, whether those are meditation, pranayama, or any other things we do to increase our energy. And he says that without Ojas, our excess energy would float away or burn up because the energy we accumulate needs to have a solid foundation or container. So in lieu of getting in an RV and escaping civilization, you can try to do the following things. Number one, you can honor nature's rhythms by retiring and rising with the sun. And number two, you can nourish your heart with love by doing the things that bring more joy into your life. And some of these are the simplest of things. Number three, you can cultivate beauty by really observing nature and the present moment. And number four, very important, follow a daily routine with your rising, eating, exercising, getting outside, and sleeping more rhythmically. Number five, 
eat organic cooked seasonal food in the right quantities, in the right time, and with the right preparation and gratitude. And last week's episode, number 14, I talked a lot about nutrition and how we bring it into our bodies correctly. And finally, you can boost that energetic state with daily meditation or pranayama. And we're going to discuss prana and pranayama in next week's episode. And take it from me. Once you can establish these important habits, then you will yearn to keep them because you'll want to continue to experience the great benefits you receive. When you hone your true nature, you discover that you're stronger and ultimately you feel more fulfilled and contented. So polish your diamond and shine brightly. I wish you good fortune on your journey, my friends. Until next time.